0: Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Don't they say something about take chances and always bet on yourself? Yeah, something like that. Be confident. Yeah, and I don't even know if I believe this story, but I really want to. Um, So, you know, there's the streaker at the Super Bowl, the audio that we played for you yesterday or whatever, Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, The dude running around, he's got the uh, bikini on as a... As a bikini. It's like a woman's thong.
1: A woman's Mm -hmm. one-piece suit. Yeah. So he's
0: wearing it. He's got, like, the pink thing, like, holding in his man boobs as he's running around. Goes for the end zone. He's like, yeah, hey, he's like, Kansas City can't score a touchdown. I can. So he's in there. He's spinning around. Finally, you know, just all the sheriffs just get on top of mm-hmm. him. Plus, like, event security. They're just tuning the guy up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes away, gets a little mischief charge. And I had, Yeah, I kind of just said, like, what is the purpose of this? Like, when you get your little,
2: you don't even get your fame on TV because the TV cameras aren't allowed to show it. So it's like, what do you get out of this for streaking during a, a, a sporting game? I've never understood it.
1: Ah, Why not? He's internet famous. Like, I didn't even watch the game and I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, My, that's what you kind of get out of it, <laughs> Yes,
0: Attention whore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then in turn, we find out that uh, it was, in fact, uh, a little more than just a stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, the man decided to take it into his own hands and uh, make good on a bet that he made, one of the prop bets at 15 to 2 odds, uh, taking $50,000 and putting it on, yes, there will be a streaker during the Super Bowl game. And uh, this dude essentially uh, got out of uh, his mischief charge for a thousand bucks. You know, he just paid a little uh, fine to get out, and so now um, just take that out of the proceeds of the three hundred seventy-four thousand dollar prize amazing. that he won. Once we came up with this
2: idea to do this, I called one of my friends, and he goes, "I wonder if there's a prop bet for that." So we start searching uh, Bovada. Bovada prop bet was plus 750 for a fan to run onto the field. So I immediately started calling every single person I know and asked them to set up an account with Bovada and place this bet for me. I did as many as I can, and with the difference, we made a
1: about $370,000. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> like you said, I want to believe it. it yeah. I, for, there were a lot of people wondering at first when this came out, like, come on, this can't be real because there's a maximum on what you can bet. There's no way someone would take that much cash on a prop bet. But the way he explains it in there, by get, he got other people to join in on making these bets, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of makes sense a little bit.
0: Yeah, and then you wonder if he splits it up. I don't know. Like, whoever the bookie is that he's making this bet with, I don't know if I want to meet in a back alley. You know, <laughs> it's like some guy that's going to beat you over the head with... Uh, a phone or something yeah. like that you know like one of those pay phones just like dummy and yeah i like again i don't know enough about the shady gambling side of it to know because he probably didn't he didn't go through a website like it's, it's not like a sanctioned well, whatever bank. bravada is i don't know i know but like uh, it, but wouldn't bravada come out and say that this didn't happen like if they're a company yeah and think. it didn't happen you wouldn't think. they wouldn't they say it you'd think for sure yeah. i've never heard of bravada before so it sounds shady to me <laughs> <laughs> that's my barometer for everything if i haven't heard of it it's shady it just makes you think, like, why people haven't done this before, Yeah, right? like, yeah. I mean, it's genius. Yeah, bet on my, yourself. It's a streak. My investment plan. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, Super Bowl, Turnbull and I doing it.
2: You gotta check out the videos. It's on our city f- Twitter feed. It's on our Facebook page as well. You probably saw it if you were if you were anywhere near social media yesterday. But we all know that okay, it's a kind of a new reality now with meetings. Everyone's doing them over Zoom. They're all virtual meetings. And we've seen over the course of this pandemic how that has, uh, you know, changed people's lives. We've seen people get fired because they were doing stuff they weren't supposed to be doing on camera. Mm -hmm. We've seen, uh, you know, kids walking in the room and disrupting the, the call, stuff like that. Some of it's funny. Some of it's, you know, not so funny. I have
0: never placed a Zoom call yet. No, is that no, really? I don't have the app. I I don't know. I've never I've never done it, and I know there's Microsoft Teams that our boss is trying to get us on. Toddy tickles like, oh, it's do Microsoft Teams. I'm like, I don't want to see your face. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> <talk to laughs> it on the phone. I'm like, let's do it on the phone. So I I know I I've, I've really never had a work related. Or, or personal. Or personal.
2: Like, we've done family. We did family dinners over Zoom. We've done yeah, a lot of stuff that's over That's how Zoom. I
1: did Christmas, yep. was over Zoom. It's the only way to Same. family yeah. You guys
2: must uh, have a family that loves you. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess so, yeah.
2: So <laughs> there was uh, there's, there's a, a big uh, court proceeding going on, and so the judge was meeting with the two lawyers for this court case, and they had to do it over <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> so, there's a, the, the lawyer is—I don't know—he's ancient. He's—he's he's not old enough to. Uh, I mean, he's, hes too old to be to be using technology because Whoa. he logs into Zoom and there is a filter on, mm-hmm.
0: and he looks like a cat.
1: Game, but yeah,
2: but it's not. It's not just like he's got ears or something. Like it's a full blown, really
0: cute cat. It's a little kitty cat whose whose mouth moves <laughs> alongside him. So and the, the eyes move. When his white. eyes move, which is funny too because the other guys in the Zoom call, their hair is equally as white as this little white kitten. <laughs> uh-huh. This is what happens here, Ponton. I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to uh, uh, take, take we're a look.
2: Uh, can you hear me, Judge?
0: I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It it is,
2: and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's... I'm here live. I'm not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can uh, see that. to tell him I've, that he's uh, not a cat.
0: i, I I'm Oh, my God. I, I want to keep going with this. I'm
2: I, <laughs> I, 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 I prepared to keep going. It's me. I'm not this cat. Sorry. How did the judge not laugh? <laughs> I Raar. can see that. Oh, like, my God. Oh. It's hilarious. Yeah. And just the way the cat <laughs> And the eyes
0: are. <laughs> yeah. well,
2: he must have won the good. case
0: because oh that's adorable. My God, no <laughs> yeah, you oh. the judge is a cat guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a cat. It's <laughs> just me. I'm not a cat. <laughs> In Ontario, you know, just uh, one province over, it feels like we uh, we, we get a steady diet of, of, uh, of Ontario news, too. I mean, obviously being close, but also because Doug Ford. I mean, Dougie Ford is. Uh, he's a bit of a character and he's always doing stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, like you just never know what Doug Ford's gonna be up to next. Um it, there was something the other day, actually. I should probably play the clip for oh, you. Yeah. Uh here, turnbull crank that on. Yeah, listen to this
2: we're going to go down university avenue and hand out these uh, timmy's card oh yeah i got to give timmy's a good plug the best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches i used to go eat those other ones they're the best those those real egg sandwiches so whoever did that at timmy's good for you and as for the, the leafs mass today a uh, lovely lady from etobicoke made these in her in her house and uh go leafs go
0: like, he's just a goober. Like, it's different than than our leadership here with Pallister. That's like a, a, a Pallister, you just want to kind of like punch him in the chest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, uh, Ford sounds like an Instagram influencer. <laughs> like, he seems like he's getting paid on the side to just flog other stuff. Well, he could be getting paid on the side. Yeah. You never know. He's a
0: politician. I think it's called Priest oh, yeah. in the
2: Pomps. But, like, it's funny because, like, all the clips you hear of, like, Brian Pallister. Either he's getting mad at the media, he's yeah. being defensive about something, mm-hmm. or he's trying to crack jokes which do not go over well. And then you got old 40 here in, in Ontario who's, hey there, we got some Timmy. I love the Timmy's. the
0: egg sandwiches from Timmy's. Uh, by the way,
2: go go Leafs go. Love these little
0: masks we got.
2: Like, it's just polar opposites.
0: You see why Americans in other parts of the world just think we're all like, hey yes, there, but yes. just a bunch of hosers yes. here, but It's me, Doug Ford, you know. I'm in charge of things around here, bad. Skippity-boo. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Doug Ford and, and this isn't super popular amongst the people in Ontario, but the Ontario government announced the other day that, uh, all the teams in the NHL's all Canadian division are actually going to be allowed to dine in Ontario restaurants, despite the fact that there are stay at home orders within the province. Now there are some counties around Ontario that are going to loosen up a bit, um, this week, but, uh, restaurants, as far as Toronto and Ottawa would be the two big ones where the two, uh, obviously the big centers, but also that's where the NHL teams are. So the the NHL players are going to be allowed to go to restaurants and sit down.
2: That uh, counterdicks a lot of things. First of all, like the NHL's rules. Did you say counterdicks? You said counterdicks. (laughs) Counterdicks. Something else in my mind is going. Counting (laughs) dicks. (laughs) (laughs) One, two. (laughs) <laughs> it contradicts a lot of things. The <laughs> NHL's rules, like that they have laid out, are that the NHL players, when they're in their hometowns, are not supposed to like be right. going out.
0: I know it's, it, they're supposed to be like bubbled up uh, in their they're, like in their own little yeah. They're supposed yeah, to leave their dicks on their own bubble. counters exactly. at home, not on the ones not, at restaurants. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so Doug Ford, uh, I, I like again, this isn't a popular thing for for him with the public because. People like you and I want to go out and and go to a restaurant too. Well, if these guys can do it, why can't I? Why are they already playing by a separate set of rules, being able to fly in and out, not have to quarantine? um, Something that we've all talked about. But then I, I, I just tried to see the other side of it for a second and think of how good that is going to be for a restaurant when you have 20 NHL players, you know, most of them millionaires coming in and spending X amount of dollars, not to mention they have their per diem. So they have to spend their 500 bucks a day on food anyway. Right? You can keep the per diem in, in, some, in some instances. I don't know exactly how every team works. but um, So they've got their per diem, so they're going out. They spend usually more than they would, uh, you know, more than most people, right? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. A, they're NHL players, so the staff all knows who they are. Usually when somebody knows who you are, you tend to tip them a little bit more. Right, So these players don't want to get labeled as cheapskates or whatever. So um, they usually do tip pretty good. So if they are going to close off the restaurant privately to a group of players, I know it's not fair, but think of all these people from restaurants that we've all been advocating for this whole time yeah, to
2: get paid. Yeah, it's just you're opening up. I mean, you've got... You've got player people who are literally traveling from province to province with a higher risk of, like, we're seeing what's happening in the States, right? There's NHL teams who yeah. are, have not played hockey in, in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. because of these outbreaks. All it takes is that one outbreak in Canada, and then now this is all screwed. So now you've got these players going from province to province who are now, you know, being encouraged to go visit restaurants while they're in Ontario. Yeah. And then you're going to, that's going to lead to nonsense.
1: But aren't they getting, they're getting tested every day still, right? I, uh,
2: it's, I believe so. Yeah, it's the other day, every second day, or whatever it is, but, but it's not rapid testing. So they're getting tested and then they're not getting their results back there.
0: That's why it's leading to these outbreaks down in the States. Yeah. I thought they had it all sorted out initially. Like I thought the NHL kind of knew what they were doing, but um, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. But if I was uh, somebody who was working in a restaurant and had been out of work for the better part of a year, yeah. having, uh, having Austin Matthews come in and uh, you know, counterdict the uh, <laughs> the regulations <laughs> just slaps his big wallet out (laughs) there you go
1: count that (laughs) with valentine's day coming up the stats get released every year the sexiest cities in canada if you guys had to guess what the number one sexiest city would be thompson based on your experience (laughs) oh no that's murder still yes that is still the uh, the winnipeg most unsafe would you really think Winnipeg
0: was the I don't almost? know what would be sexy. I remember one year that Winnipeg, like, cracked the top ten, and it was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like It was, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, normally we're just dwindling somewhere mid-pack. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Truro, Nova Scotia. So sexy. Sudbury, Ontario. Oh, so sexy. Um, Prince Albert. A very sexy town, of wow. course, named after the, the piercing. Because of the sexy <laughs>
1: name. Named after
0: the piercing. Winnipeg's always in the conversation, I mean.
1: Uh, the stats, the way that they get the stats for this is they do, do it on sales. So based on online sales for when people order sex toys and vibrators and... Handcuffs and all that kind of sexy stuff. So whichever city ordered the most, that's how they decide.
0: Yeah, Winnipeg, they're ordering handcuffs for a different reason, though. It's, <laughs> it's actually because of the crime.
1: <laughs> uh, so coming in, number five, Winnipeg. man it's, wow. it's the highest the we've ever been on the list. Yeah, wow. look at Getting us. Sexier, Getting sexier, Winnipeg. Pat yourself
0: on the lower back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four was Ottawa this year.
0: Yeah, there's nothing sexier than a bunch of white-collar
1: honkies. <laughs> uh, speaking of honkies, Edmonton coming in at number three. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess there hasn't been a lot of work in the uh, oil patch with the Keystone XL cancellation last oh, yeah. little bit. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. A lot yeah. of people staying home and vibing it out.
1: Number two was Surrey, British Columbia. Slurry, Surrey. Yeah, and last year number one on the list was Victoria, BC, but this year, Calgary, Alberta.
0: So Victoria dropped?
1: Once. Victoria drops to number 10 yeah. on the Whoa, list.
2: Oh! The because there's
0: old people there. They actually did drop.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like they actually <laughs> dropped. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Um, this is the best part. They also do the r- most romantic. So the city that had the most romance novels or more romance purchased items, gonna blow your mind Fort McMurray, Alberta.
0: Romance novels?
1: The most romantic. Like people are scene. buying them. Mo- That's how they base it on—is just like purchases. So a more oh, yeah. romantic Makes person. Sense. All Fort these guys, McMurray. Have you ever guys, been there? Yeah. All these
2: guys on the oil rigs up there. McMurray.
0: No. There's nothing hotter well, than no. truck nuts what? on the back of a exactly. pair of no. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Romance. They can't hey. get any romance, right? Because they're all working
0: hard. So they yeah. gotta just, you know, they gotta feed that uh, romance that themselves.
2: Somehow. Yes. <laughs> You, you know, buy yourself a
0: little romance novel. There's nothing better than than sitting down with a Daniel Steele or oh, 50, 50 Shades. <laughs> 50 Shades in a suncore onesie? Oh, dude, you getting me hot. <laughs> I know. I'm a little steamed too. I need to walk this off. I'm just going to go off. Go off script here. Go off the page. What a horrendous day for the Canadian broadcast industry yesterday. In fact, The last week or so has been a serious bloodletting of great, hardworking talent from across this country. Some you grew up watching on TV, some you've never heard of. But maybe you heard the news locally, maybe you didn't. Maybe you don't care, maybe sports isn't your cup of tea. To fill you in, there's a big national media conglomerate, not the one that signs my checks, that had to make their tough decisions and in turn has basically run 400 or so media folks across the country out. Big names like Dan O'Toole, Natasha Stanishevsky, Brent Wallace, Blake Price. In Winnipeg, guys like Andrew Hustler Patterson, Rick Ralph, Troy Westwood, Brandon Ruicki, Jim Toth, Kevin O, Remus, the Illegal Curve guys, guys that I worked with in Hamilton, people that I know in Vancouver, all now scrambling to figure out what's next. How am I going to pay my mortgage? Or will my kids have clothes on their back in six months when this severance runs out? And not knowing if there is even going to be another job at the end of the tunnel. These are some of the nicest and most genuine people who put themselves out there to be judged by a rabid fan base every single day. These are the people that are staying late at the office to get a blog post up or shovel the steps of a radio station to make sure that their morning counterparts can get in the building at 4 a.m. without slipping and breaking their necks those same necks that they put on the line every time they crack a mic. I get that coming out and ranting like this may come with a price to pay or limit my career in ever cracking a mic again for that company, but something has to be said because these are people with lives and families that give their goddamn heart and soul to this business. Waking up in the middle of the night, Missing their kids' birthdays to go hawk a car on location. Folks that travel across the country week in, week out. These people devote their lives to living out a childhood dream of being on the radio, TV, or writing about sports in Terrace, BC. Some picking up a second job in Prince Albert to help pay for their passion. And that's it. Passion. Passion is what these empty suits in Toronto are killing with every pink slip they hand out. Now, I understand there are bottom lines... I get that there are shareholders, but for the love of people in the broadcast industry, sanity, have the couth to go about it in the right way. We know what we signed up for getting into this business, and having a huge platform isn't a rite of passage, nor is it a longevity. But having some voiceover guy with a lump in his throat do a minute long spiel, which then leads into Green Day's Good Riddance. Yeah, because most people who lose their livelihood are really having the time of their life. Be better. So, yeah, let's talk. You go first. Let's start with an apology. Yesterday, I uh, had some time to kill. I had uh, a painter at the house doing uh, the ceilings in the living room, kitchen, uh, dining room. And so, basically, I just want to get the kids out of, out of uh, the painter's hair. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Need to get out of the house for a bit. So, where are we going to go? And I'm thinking, like man, what can we do? You know, museums with uh, those restrictions, can't take them to the Children's Museum or the Museum of Nature. You don't want to go skating because it's minus a billion. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what? That would have been a, that would have been first. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would have been a first choice, but no, not doing that. Nothing outside. So what can we do inside? I'm like, oh, yeah, right. The mall's open. Sweet, because uh-huh. we were just going to go to Chapters initially because I knew that Chapters was open. Yeah, because um, they've been there. My wife and daughter had been there a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was so weird walking through the mall though yesterday. What's it like in there right now? Kind of ghostly. It is. Yeah. It is yeah. Dead, huh? Yeah. And like the deals weren't even as big of deals as I I was hoping for. I just like deals, right? So I'm cruising around. <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> Such a winner, <laughs> but I will say that uh, even though they've been off for what at least three months that the mall's been closed, those uh, hand lotion guys from the kiosks. Dude, they are still rabid. So, like, they're outside of each store or what? They've got the, uh, they're they're right, you know, there's, like, the wireless world. There's the Rogers kiosk. And then in the middle of that, there's a couple. And there's one up by the Build-A-Bear, too. They're the uh, lotion guys. So, that's, that's (laughs) hey, bro, (laughs) hey, bro, hey, bro. Man, your hands look dry. Hey, bro, hey, bro.
1: The worst are the, the women with the hair straighteners. In West Edmonton Mall, it used to be bad, where they would, like, you do walking by, and they pull, they grab your hair, or pull you. Oh, let me straighten your hair. Let me touch oh, yeah. your hair. I'm like, no, don't <laughs> touch my hair. Oh, so
2: weird! I haven't been to the mall. Uh, yeah, I don't even re- remember the last time I was there. I would I would have assumed that like they would have had what other stores have. I just have like the little self serve one right no, at the peak. Be- right no, the they're selling
1: it, it. They're selling it. It's not oh, not. They're selling yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's not hand sanitizer. No, not sanitizer
0: lotion. Oh, yeah. lotion. I thought They were sanitizing no. your hands. No, they're trying to. They're trying to like it's like bath salts or something. It's like <laughs> oh. Himalayan bath salt for your hands yeah. or whatever. I'm holding both my kids' hands, like, and guy's like, "Here, bro, stick out your hand, bro. I'll take the I'm like, yo, no. That's How a yeah, I would never want that job. No, like yo, stop heckling me no. in the mall. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. please. I'm glad you're back at work, pal. But uh, you know, just pump the brakes. I know you got some commission to make here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh the restrictions do loosen up. Uh I guess it's gonna be Friday at uh 1201.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that is things like restaurants, yeah. yeah. Your gym 25%, gyms. That's yeah, that's gonna be a big one for a lot of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for the gym. It's just you're going to have to like book to go in and then wait. So I just don't think I don't know. Is it worth going, getting your membership back and paying I for had, it to go? I had a
2: membership at uh, Anytime Fitness, and, uh, I mean, you booked online, and you, you, you booked your slot, and then you walked in. Like, it wasn't yeah. – So it wasn't, it wasn't Anytime. It was
0: between these times. No, 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 Like, you
1: <laughs> go online and there's a list of options for you to, to, to pick
0: from. And then you click on the one you want and you go. Normally, it's uh, any time fitness, but during a pandemic, it's, it's when we tell you time yeah. fitness. Just change the signage. Uh, what
1: else? You got museums that are going to open up again? The libraries is another thing. Oh, good. I can't wait, people still go there. Yeah. Yeah. I. Tattoo shops. Right. And then, um, and then uh, other things like aesthetic, like nail salons will be opening up, and like if you uh, want to get like your face done, facials and that kind of thing, that'll be opening up.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I need some moisturizer. <laughs> um, I'll just go visit the guy at the mall. I'm sure he's got
1: somewhere. I was reading an article that a lot of restaurants are actually going to opt out of the opening they're going to just keep oh. doing takeout because of the co- the cost it co- um, to open the restaurant for staff. for staff to have the power and fire everything up. And they can only seat 25 percent of people in the restaurant. Well, it's not worth it. They're going to just keep doing delivery. So a lot of restaurants are still not going to open the doors. It's the it's the small
2: restaurants that aren't going to. Right. Like yeah. you've got restaurants that can only sit eight people yeah. on yeah. a good day. That's well, tough. they're not going to open it up to 25 percent. What about VLTs?
0: Are, can you do VLTs again?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I
2: didn't see that on the I, No, I, I didn't know. either. I don't I think, think so. Because
0: if you had a small restaurant, that's one of the things that would help you keep the lights on if mm-hmm. people are playing the flitters. You know, Larry the Lobster pays a lot of bills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. It's a good question.
0: Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, again, we're working in the right direction here. I think uh, you still got to be a little cautious. Like, I'm cautiously optimistic about this, right? Like, yeah. I, I want to I just roll everything out. I'm like, yeah, I'm tired of this. But then at the same mm-hmm. time, you don't want to go back to what exactly. we saw in the fall, right? Exactly. I don't yeah. want to revert two steps exactly, backwards yeah. now. Yeah. Like me walking home from the Silver Heights, you know I One <laughs> yeah. forward, two steps back. I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> Foo Fighters released a new album last Friday. It's called Medicine at Midnight. Uh, it is available now, and you can listen to it on Apple Music and get six months free Apple Music on select Roger's Infinite Plans exclusively with Roger's it is 92 on City, and if you log on our website right now, 921city.ca, you can go enter for your chance to have the not as awkward as a normal green room experience with the <laughs> Foo Fighters, the virtual green room experience. Because there is nothing worse than going to a grip and grin, as I call them, the old meet and greet, when you're back there and you're not sure if the band really even wants to be there. Or, you know, like if somebody came to my job and was just standing here. And it happens every once in a while. Somebody will just come and stand beside you for like a whole. Yeah, usually it's yeah. Len Diesel, but yeah, yeah, Len, our IT guy. <laughs> like, usually because I've screwed something up.
2: Yeah.
0: Man, he's helping me, but you know, <laughs> he's not, actually for a reason. Yeah, he's actually working. He's actually doing <laughs> his job. I'm saying, if it, if it was a random person just standing beside me, yeah. yeah, I would probably think it was a little odd. Like I I see why band guys get kind of. Oh man,
2: I would not enjoy a meet and greet if I was a musician. I don't think I don't think any of them really enjoy them.
1: It's kind oh, of, that's it's, not no. true. I think some of them ah, do. Come on, I just don't know. Sit there and know, you got to meet
2: these fans and sign pictures for them and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, they not agree something. to do
1: it, and we well, pay a lot of money to see them. I think that they appreciate it. I think that it's nice to see their fans once in a while. You know, get a little flattery for them because these people are all just sitting there taking pictures of them, telling them how awesome they are and how much they love them. Who doesn't love that?
0: But you, you got to know that uh, the meet and greets done, hey. Like after COVID, yeah. like we're not seeing meet and greets. Foo Fighters will be on their twentieth studio album by the time they're doing a, a, a non virtual meet and greet. Yeah.
1: Uh, and with this meet and greet, you'll get to ask the band a question. So you will be on the spot. Ooh. Yeah, you got one it's question like to think, ask. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, like, Some schmuck <laughs> off the street. Hey Dave, what hair product do yeah, you use? Like, do your
1: fans uh, really enjoy this? No,
0: absolutely not. Hey Pat Schmear, can I have five <laughs> bucks? <laughs> Actually, if you win this contest and you get a chance, we will take submissions at 762 yeah. 555. The stupidest question that you can ask the Foo Fighters. <laughs> I just want to see Dave's girl, Dave girl's face just like, oh no. I know. Who let this clown through? Oh, they must be from 92 on City in Winnipeg. <laughs> Man, I, I like, again, the grip and grin is uh, fun, but I think virtually it's a little less awkward for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Because you know what happens, I, I've been to, I've been to so many where, hey, fans of bands tend to lubricate a little bit too much before they go in. They're so excited, they're Uh-oh. nervous, so they're sweating, they're stinky, they just like smoked eight doobies, and like the bands are like, okay, we got to go to work now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you guys are all like, <laughs> yeah. ah. I guess that's maybe why they do it beforehand, not after the show. Because could you imagine how messy going backstage after? Uh, you know, a big rock show would oh, be,
1: and the band is usually really exhausted yeah. after, and they—that's when they have no patience to put up with people, yeah. <laughs> especially if the crowd was rowdy on stage and throwing stuff, and yeah.
0: The Foo Fighters—they just tweeted this out. They must have heard us talking about them, because <laughs> as you know, we're giving away the opportunity for a virtual meet and greet with Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to go in class of 2021, my bro. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, how's that? Yeah. It's good. That's, yeah. that's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: they'll probably get in
0: first. Nod, right? You think? I don't know. Yeah, I I do think so. Only because it's you know the the biggest band. Well, they're still the so relevant, right? Like yeah, they still have an opp- of everything.
1: I feel like they can still get bigger, you know, on opportunity. So that's why I feel like they might wait. Sometimes they do. They pick older bands usually. No,
2: I don't know. The longevity I thought Foo Fighters has been pretty good. I think ninety five right?
0: and then, first album mm-hmm. and and still going strong, right? Like I mean, getting bigger. Yeah, every every, getting every album bigger. They can't <laughs> remember when they did that Sonic Highways. Yes. Yeah. That was uh, the whole eight eight part. I think it was HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. I always really liked that one because mm-hmm. um, you know they started off and they they did it in each city and they wrote a they wrote a song. There was the one song that uh, took place in Nashville at the Southern Ground Studios Congregation, I believe it was called. And when I went to Nashville, um, I decided to go to the Southern Ground Studio. Now Southern Ground is owned by Zach Brown. Oh. Big country guy. Yeah. Huh. Love that yep. Brown Yeah. Yep. Um he was actually here a few years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. At the stadium. At the stadium. At Prairie. On my jam. birthday. Prairie jam. <laughs> On my birthday. I think it was August tenth. I think it was my <laughs> birthday show. <laughs> anyway, uh Zach Brown owns this Southern Ground studio. And uh, I decided to go for a little meander. There's this part of Nashville. So there's Broadway, right, where the arena is, Bridgestone Arena. You've got Broadway where all the bars are, you know, whatever the stuff you see, the honky tonks, yeah. whatever, Tootsies, the Orchid Lounge, whatever. There's this other part called Midtown. If you ever get a chance to go to Nashville, go up to Midtown. So you go up to Mombrian, which is a street where all of the the record labels are. Mm-hmm. And there's this little area called Midtown. There's two bars there called Winners and Losers, and they're owned by Jack White. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And a bunch of other guys. And these guys will be in there performing on, on any given day or the, night. They're two separate bars? One's yeah. Called winner, winners they're right beside each other. Oh, that's funny. Winners and losers. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, I went into losers. Losers is actually the better of the two. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course it is. Yeah.
0: Losers is way better. Uh, so, I was in losers having some uh, afternooners, and I was thinking, I was like, well, I walked past the Southern Ground Studio on the way here. Like, maybe I should go and check this thing out. I mean, Dave Grohl had just recorded Sonic Highways there. I was like, yeah. you know, it was a thing. Wow. Well, there were a couple guys outside having a ciggy. Who were they? I don't know. Oh. I, <laughs> That's what the story was going. But, <laughs> right. I don't
2: know. That's a guy named Phil. He offered me dirt. I,
0: I, I was like, hey, man, you got a <laughs> dirt? I'm on holiday. Sure. <laughs> hey, man, just in from Winnipeg. What's going on? And I was just like, are the food Fighters in there? He's like, no. food Fighters are not in there. I was like, okay, well, who's in there? He's like, I can't tell you. And I was like... This isn't very fun. This just ruined the whole thing. Like, I just (laughs) walked away, tail between my legs, half snapped because I just left a bark. of losers. I'll tell you, that's exactly what I felt like because I walked back to the Comfort Inn. Oh, yeah, there you go. Big time loser. (laughs) Jeez. Big time loser. (laughs) So
2: lots of people have the backyard rinks. That was especially uh, during the pandemic. Everyone's trying to, you know, find stuff to do outside. And uh, there's a lot more people I know this year that have definitely put up the backyard rinks, even in yards that you wouldn't expect there to be backyard rinks, you know, like just kind of small suburban oh, backyards. Yeah.
1: My best friend put a rink in her backyard for her son, and it's fairly small and long, but yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Gets you outside, I guess. Yeah. Gets you yeah. skating around. I mean, I honestly, I uh, just put in grass in the backyard last year, so there ain't no damn way. I live a block away from an outdoor rink. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not ruining my lawn just yet, but, hey, if you want to do that, you do you. And
2: you wouldn't have the opportunity to do something like this, but uh, I have noticed that there are some people, even in the city, that have uh, constructed something a little bit different. It's sort of like these like big, long ice slides from their yards. Hey, right. Buddy. Now obviously you need the, the
0: properties. Yeah, so uh, Lucas Schultz, my buddy Lucas. Schultzy. Uh his parents which you used to live around them, I think. Yeah, I used to live on a Cinnabon Avenue uh down on the Cinnabon River, right two door or three doors down whatever from rick he's a school teacher yeah. great guy um i ultimately saw them cruising out of their third story window <laughs> yeah uh on these crazy carpets ripping down this ice slide and i went over after a couple cocktails one night was like hey man you guys are always having parties down here yeah. they're like you're more than welcome so i'm like in the house like get up to the third story window did you jump on the slide oh hell yeah, yeah it's um, awesome mate. yeah you end up shooting like halfway yeah, across the citavoyan river i know it's cool these big ice slides are these
2: like it, it's just the you obviously like i said you need the space you need to be on a river yeah, or Hayda, you know the big yards or you something want to be like going that. out into traffic no you <laughs> certainly don't uh well there's a guy in latvia who has now this one took him six years to build okay oh. so he's been at this for a long time so it wasn't just like a pandemic related but it is a 588 foot backyard bobsled track that he's got foot.
0: wow so and he's got, got it loops around and everything.
2: It's it goes yeah. I mean this thing has turns in it. This thing has and there's you know he's got the barriers set up. He's got uh it's it, it, the thing is the thing is miraculous. Like it's I mean obviously it's something like that's going to take you a long time to build, right? It's probably
0: nicer <laughs> than the actual Latvian Olympic bobsled <laughs> team's training facility. Honestly, I've yeah. never been to <laughs> Latvia, but my. My imagery of the Eastern Block is, like, not exactly they're, them dumping a bunch of money into bobsledding. Well, who bobsleds in their
1: free time? It's just how do you get into something like that?
0: Well, I mean, I
2: don't think it's any different than these these slides. Like, you're not, you don't have to really be in a bobsled to enjoy this thing, right? Like, you can be on your crazy carpet or something and go all the way down. It might be a little bit more dangerous. But either way, I mean, it's just something that's kind of cool to be able to have in your backyard. You know, a, yeah. almost a 600-foot bobsled track. Imagine having all the parties you could have on that thing.
0: Well, and then in the summertime... You grease her up a little bit Ooh, with some slide. Crisco and you got a water slide. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Whoa. Wanna go to Latvia? No, actually I don't. No, I'm good. But if you do it here, we'll come over to your house. Oh, and yeah. yeah. Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City.
2: For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com.
0: Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to that dude that just came down the Salter Street Bridge. He was heading south down the bridge. Uh, Picture this, okay, he's driving an old granny's bike. He's going like a bat out of hell. My temperature gauge says it's minus 27 outside, and he's going down the, the hill, like just full speed. And you can tell that he can't use his brakes because every time he turns on his brakes, the whole bike starts going sideways. So he starts using it to his advantage and starts sliding back and forth as he zips in and out of traffic, comes onto incoming lane, there was no cars coming, and he went over the curb, jumped the curb, went back into the, uh, the, the lane again, then pulled over to the side of the road. And you can tell that he was like totally shaken because like he's like,
2: holy, what the f- was that? Stops and he pulls himself out a cigarette and has a uh, butt there on the side of the road. I was laughing so hard, uh, the coffee came up my
0: nose. So thanks, buddy. Awesome day. Awesome day. Man, it must be so cold smoking. Oh man, <laughs> especially I know. after like riding I a know. bike, which is already probably burning your lungs because it's minus forty with the wind chill. Mm-hmm. Going downhill, taking in all that extra air. Yeah, I can't going, even.
1: I can even walk and smoke. It's so cold. Yeah, it burns your lungs.
0: Which is like, I mean. It's a challenge to walk and smoke and then to not do either right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, this morning you guys were talking about the good Samaritans making chili for the homeless in the bus shelter. I'll tell you what I saw at the bus shelter today around uh, noon o'clock at Confusion Corner. There was two folks with their trouser meat perched up against the glass, hammering a rock hard piss. Well, I'll tell you guys something for free. After eight shots of vodka and your pants full of piss, it's good night, Jim Kite. Welcome to Winnipeg. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. You know what? I've seen it. I, I, and I, I want to say it was the same bus bench. It, <laughs> it could be. It could be the same guy. I mean, well, I mean, chances uh, are it's
2: probably there's it's a lot a few.
1: Just,
0: yeah yanking their puds with uh-huh. <laughs> different locations in the city. There's things, man. Like <laughs> there's I, things. There's things that I have seen. <laughs> I'll tell you this for free. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some stuff, man. <laughs> Uh this guy uh okay, A little rip on Wolseley if it's yellow, let it mellow, man, if it's brown, weigh toes like four or five dumps, and then flush it down, man, that's woseley. <laughs>
2: Kay. Why does Wolsey get a bad
0: rep for that? For not flushing? Yeah, like come on. That was my grandma's rule, too. She lived with Wolsey. <laughs> <As> She wished. <laughs> she would have fit in. It would have been a little more normal. <laughs> all right, all the characters are just coming out of the woodwork. Like, whatever. I don't know. It's it's just, it's been cold. Everybody's brain's a little frozen. Well, well,
2: well. Here we go again. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's a wolf and, You know what? I- I got pulled over by the pony, and that wolf man said, you know who I am. I'm the wolf man. Oh, and I don't care. <laughs> he said, give me your license and your registration. I said, no, you're not touching it. You could have COVID, and then you're going to pass it on to me as you touch my license, my registration. I said, you could take a picture, baby, and you can go back to your car and do your thing. He went crazy. I said, number one, you ain't got no mask on, so stay away from me. Because if you give me COVID, I will sue you.
0: Okay. Nice to hear from Mm. the Wolfman. Yes, it is always very nice to hear from the Wolfman. And we'll wrap it up here uh, with, uh, oh, the great defender.
2: Yeah, I was listening to you guys this morning. I got a bone to pick with that loser that called in that complained about you guys joking about the uh, guy who got that face transplant. When the hell did the world become a bunch of losers and pansies that get offended by stuff like this? It's a simple joke. It's a simple laugh. Big deal. Get over it move on. If you don't like, turn on your damn lights. Sorry, Winnipeg drivers. Anyways, if you don't like it, change the channel. Yeah. Go back to bed or f- off. One or the other. Preach. Grow Option a pair three. of balls, Option be a three. Canadian. What the hell is wrong with this country? Everybody's offended if somebody farts the wrong way. Like, get <laughs> over it,
0: move on, grow up, be Canadian.
1: Thanks for calling.
0: The Bone Phone.
1: Call 204 780 780-2663. City. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before. You guys, uh, as far as leaving online reviews, say if you bought a product or even if you visited a business, do you ever leave a review if, if it was really good?
0: I. Uh, yeah. I haven't been known to. Really. I've only left four reviews in my life. Honestly, yeah. I could go to my <laughs> my Google account. I've only left four.
1: Is it all for the A&Ws around yeah. your house?
0: <laughs> and they're all so good.
1: <laughs> Do you ever read the reviews if you're going to purchase something in advance? Like if it's a bad yeah. review, would it stop you from buying something or going somewhere?
2: Well, like, I mean, if I'm buying you know electronics or something on Amazon, let's say, well, yeah. I'll click on the reviews and see what people are saying about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never yeah. really know what to believe, though. Yeah, I mean, everybody's,
0: yeah. The good are the good, the good are really good, and yeah. then the bad are, like, really bad because, like, somebody looked at them the wrong way in the store or something yeah. like that or didn't look in their general direction, and then it's you like... You take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you yeah. have to, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of spite reviews out there where if someone personally got really offended or mad, they'll go out there and make a really negative review about something, and now uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for you to do that without uh, having proof of your negative interaction there's this actually happened in winnipeg a winnipeg dental clinic is suing one of their patients after she went online onto the google and made a review and she falsely made a claim that they were using dirty instruments uh, dentist instruments that she saw that they weren't cleaned properly and they put them in her mouth and she made this big review about it and now the dental clinic is suing her which i didn't even know you could do
2: yeah, it's like defamation, I guess. Yeah, right? that's exactly what yeah. it
1: is—defamation. But how many online reviews do you go and read where they're like really bad or just making these crazy accusations? Now you have to be really careful when you go online and you crap talk someone because yeah. you you could get sued for it.
2: I mean, you see, you do see these ones that go around if somebody has a bad experience at whatever a restaurant or something like that. And mm-hmm. usually, if it's a good place, they'll respond to that person. Yeah, yeah. And you could see those responses too if you're reading those reviews and stuff like that. So. I mean, there's a, usually a story
0: behind everything. Right, and you hope that people aren't just going on there to uh, slam yeah. a business for no reason at all. Like, and especially somebody like a dentist's office where there is a lot of trust there when you're letting people drill into your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like go, like going to the doctor and saying, like, oh, yeah, the, boc- the doctor put a finger in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't going for a prostate exam. Yeah, you know, exactly. like I was yeah. going to get my arm looked at or something. Like You can't just go on there and make just ridiculous claims. This it, text just came in and said, how did they prove it was hurt?
1: Um, well, like, oh, I guess... attached they attach
0: to the account, maybe?
1: Well, with if you're using your Google, like, you Just know, my, my Google is attached to my name, so it would show my name up there, and it would link you to their Facebook, and they would say, yeah, well, prove it, and then I guess a lot of people saw that, and we're calling the dental clinic saying, like, trying to cancel their appointments. Mm-hmm. And that's when it all sparked. And they were like, what? They're like, yeah, there's a really bad review online saying you guys don't clean your dental equipment. So people were canceling. I usually, just can't believe you would someone would believe that.
2: Well, it usually it takes, like, I mean, like, like you, like you kind of said, TJ, before. Like, if, you know, if there's one bad review about something specific. It's that person. Right. So, yeah. like, I, it would take a few of those, I think, for me to have to cancel a, an appointment about something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just because one person had one bad experience one time. Yeah. You know, nobody likes going to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> if we all put reviews up after the dentist, yeah. there'd be no dentist in business exactly. right now.
0: Yeah. Time to answer those deep burning questions. The open text with Rena, TJ and Turnbull on 921 City. Get outfitted with warm layers to keep you comfortable during even the coldest Winnipeg weather. Shop the Prairie Summit Shop, North Face, Winnipeg in person or online at prairiesummitshop.com. All right. It is open text on uh, 921 City. Rena, TJ and Turnbull at uh, eight uh, eight. Eight thirty-six. Pile of messages to get through today, including: Did you hear Solomon Elamimian retired from the CFL? I did. I did hear that. Uh, that Why do big... you say that with a smirk? Uh huh. Why do you say that
2: with such a smirk on your face?
0: I. I <laughs> did we hear about it? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Stop the presses. <laughs> Stop the press it's some guy that played a couple seasons in the well, CFL retired. played a decade. He's a wow. pretty good football player. Okay. Another He'd... one, though, too. I guess we should give a shout out to our pal, John Rush. He's a free agent now. I, he's not retiring. At all, or he's trying not to retire. Is he, your, is he your pal? I've never met him. Yeah. You've never met him? Nope. He comes in here all the time. <laughs> yeah, he goes over to kiss with his dog. <laughs> yeah. I've gone over and petted the dog. What, he's not our pal? I don't know. I don't know. We tweeted at each other before. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. He liked the tweet of mine the other day. I don't know. Like, whatever. I don't know. Bestie. Like, second best friends anyway. <laughs> uh, the lawyer should have done the meow bit from Super Troopers. That is uh, one of the funniest damn videos you'll see on the internet today. Yeah, look it up on our Twitter account or it's on our Facebook page as well. Uh a Zoom call with a guy with a cat filter and Ow. poor old guy. <laughs> Didn't know what he was
1: doing. <laughs> He's so old. had <laughs> no idea.
0: Uh, went for a COVID test on Nairn. First and only car at 7 a.m. today. That's good. Means yeah, there's not a I, lot of COVID.
1: I guess the lineups aren't really a thing anymore. We haven't been hearing about that for a long time.
0: Yeah, who's going to get tested? Like there's yeah. like no COVID ramp anymore. If you got symptoms, you go get tested, yeah. but there's not a lot of people symptoms right now. Right. And I also yeah. wonder like when the numbers are as low as they have been like 30 it's it was always 30 a day. Yesterday was like a big spike at 51, but like it's been 30 a day or less. Where it's like how many of these people like I want to know how many of them are already in care homes? How many of them work in healthcare, personal service workers or whatever? Like mm-hmm. how like you know what I mean? Where is it getting passed around? Is it is it in, you know, the shelters? Like is right. it in Like if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm not not really worried about it anymore, honestly. Right. Like I'm not picking it up there. Don't put your guard down, though. Don't put your guard down. Don't put your guard down. It's traveling bozos. (laughs) Yes. It's people that are traveling. Yes. So you got to think there's a couple of those every day, but then I think lots of it's still probably just in the hospital. Could be. Why? They wouldn't tell us that. Why would they want us to know? Because people put their guard down. Ah. (laughs) Put their guard down. Whatever. You'll be at the restaurant first thing tomorrow morning when it opens. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to Smitty's. I don't care. It's wing night. <laughs> Thanks for always being there in the morning to start my day. The day ain't the same without you. Thank you. Keep up the great show. Laughter is the best medicine through everything except COVID. Wow. I mean, it's, you can't. I mean, look, <clears throat> I can laugh at everything, but there are some people that can't laugh some at everything. Some people, yeah, get offended very easily. I, I made a COVID joke a while back. A while, like going back. And my daughter was like, Daddy, you can't make COVID oh, yeah. jokes. Because, like, I guess they're school. You know, you can't go around sure, like, right. making jokes about it and whatever. So Yeah. Um, I want to see Doug Ford do Fat Guy in Tiny Coat. <laughs> he does have a Chris Farley-esque uh, vibe to him. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Not as much as Robbie did, though. Yeah. No. Oh, Robbie no, Ford no, was on. Chris Farley reincarnated. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> had some of the same problems too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A the crack? yeah. <laughs> uh thanks for addressing the media cuts at TSN this morning. Can't believe what went down at my former second favorite station. Yeah. Um that's just really unfortunate for a lot of our friends at a Well, regardless a of competitors and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, we
2: compete every day for people's, you know, ears, but I mean, we're all in this industry, right? We all feel those we all feel those cuts when they happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just like a series of, of pals and, yeah. and good quality people and and great broadcasters, you yeah. know, I just, uh, I, I don't know what the next step is, but I hope that, uh, you know, I just hope these guys are looked after, you know, going forward with uh, the rest of their careers and hopefully they all land on their feet. Yeah. I mean, unless it's my job that they're taking. Nah, in that's which right. Case, yeah. right. Yeah. Stay, the hell yeah, yeah <laughs> <I> stay back. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. You wouldn't fit in here. I don't know, <laughs> different cultures. <laughs> yeah. you just wouldn't fit in. Uh, I love going to the dentist. Signed, Courtney. Courtney's a dentist. Clearly, she must be. <laughs> yeah. Or a dental hygienist. Yeah. Hey TJ, Turnbull would change his mind about how he feels about Nickelback if he went to a concert with a couple middle-aged country Whoa. women.
2: Whoa. Oh, oh, oh
0: yeah. up. get the old kooks from Toulon in sure. town at the He'll old Nickelback everything. show. Yeah. <laughs> we are one day closer to Friday, which means Friday morning we give away the frontline fist bump pizza shindig, socially distanced pizza shindig. It's enough pizza that like you don't have to get your hands in there. <laughs> mucking around can use a in the pizza box yeah and...
2: big extender of tongs or something yeah
0: yeah yeah we'll say you know what I, I got an old hockey stick <laughs> okay I'll, I'll i'll throw in this week an old hockey stick <laughs> so you can use it to serve up a socially distanced pizza party uh for you and, and somebody you know what this week let's try and go with somebody who's been working outside i know there's a guy mm. uh I've, I've called him fist bump guy uh, and he actually inspired this idea for the frontline fist bump. Wow, we um, got to give him a the pizza then. I, yeah, I no kidding.
1: I didn't know this guy. Scotty. <laughs> just, uh, he's
0: a, he's a he's a dad that uh, our yeah. kids go to the same daycare. Oh,
1: that. Fist bumps guy. You every time you walk in the school. Every time
0: he's like, "Have a good day, bro," and he'll fist bump me and usually like my day can't go on unless right. I get the fist bump, right? It's like that positive energy vibe, you know that dad vibe. Mm-hmm. Like we got that buddy thing going on. I didn't know his name until like way after the fact and Don't I, need to. Nah. No, I noticed it on his uh, on his shirt one day. Actually, on his shirt, like he wears a he's a serviceman, so it was like in stitched, oh, in a patch on his jacket. Could have just got that from like
2: one of the thrift stores or something, though.
0: Ah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I mean, it is something that people do. Yeah, you know, driving to the thrift stores. But I did find it a little conducive. There's no way that he would have got that white panel van that said uh, the company, the business name that matched the jacket. Uh, a coincidence, okay. maybe. All right. I, I, don't yeah. know. I mean, it,
1: yeah.
0: it's, <laughs> that's a stretch, but okay. I'm gonna guess that he does have a job.
1: If you do want to nominate someone, you can go to ninety two one city dot ca and nominate your uh, frontline worker. we're gonna be picking somebody every Friday and hooking them up with some Santa Lucia pizza.
0: Yeah. And again, like, don't lick your fingers and go back in the pizza box. No, nah, no, don't double dip. Not yet. Not with this new variant <laughs> kicking around. Yeah. But, yeah. Watch out for the new variant of COVID, too, because there is one guy that has it. So you, far. Yeah. I hope he wasn't making out with anybody at the airport on his way through customs. <laughs> oh, welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> It was the hug rug. Now it's just like the filthy makeout rug at the airport. Man, it has been a long time since uh, we've been through an airport, hasn't it? No kidding. Airport. It felt weird being at the mall yesterday. Uh, tomorrow, there are going to be some restrictions loosening up as we, uh, well, I guess it'll be for Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I guess Friday at 12.01. 01. But uh, we're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Keep the positive vibes going. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow after 6. The time has come to say goodbye. Have
1: a good one. Bye.
0: Bye. Don't be sad. Rena, TJ, and Turnbull will return tomorrow at 6 a.m. 921 City.